What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. So this is going to be episode five, and it's pretty much just going to be about the National. So last week, I was at the National for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it started on Wednesday, Tuesday-ish, that's when people got there, and I saw tons of people's videos and pictures, and it looked insane those days. And I just want to start off basically, like, if I could go back, I would go f- earlier and get there not get there for the full week. I think I was able to get pretty much everything that I wanted to do in the two days that I was there. Sunday was a little bit slower. I noticed a lot of the I mean obviously they the dealers have been selling for 3 4 5 days some of them at this point. They're ready to get out of there. Some of them got a long commute. So Sunday did things did pack up a little bit earlier. Um so, I mean, at least the Friday and the Saturday, but I would like to get there the Wednesday and Thursday because there was those really cool night events that I saw, like Trade Night that Card Collector 2 was putting on, and then also Slab Stocks had a Trade Night with, like, a hockey theme, which I talked to them, and it seemed like they really enjoyed everything that happened during that one. So those are two things that I definitely want to partake in next year. But uh, basically, I'll kind of start from the beginning on Saturday and kind of make my way through some of the stuff that I did while I was there and kind of go through just everything that I experienced. So uh, first things first, I want to thank the national, the PR person, Ray. Uh, I emailed him about getting a media badge, and he got back to me right away, and I got a media badge for the day, which was really awesome. That was super cool of him. Um and that allowed me to get in a little bit earlier on Saturday. So I was able to walk the floor. People hadn't really set up yet, but it was cool to see kind of as the dealers started to get there, kind of see some of the stuff and kind of get a little bit closer and up personal with some of the booths before everyone got there. And that is also on Saturday before the show was when I ran into Gary V. And I introduced myself, and I mean, he, anybody that's ever met him can attest to this that he's just really such a nice guy, was willing to talk for a minute or two. Um, and then he also was at the booth, so I talked to him at the booth for a little bit. But like, even just the rest of his team, like Tyler and D Rock and Lou, um, they were all at the show as well. And they were, I mean, on Sunday when it was slower, luckily, is when I went up to their booth and I kind of talked to them about some of the stuff, like some of the stuff they were selling and just kind of some of the card stuff they had in the mind there. And if you saw on Twitter and Instagram, they actually launched Edison Card Company, I believe is the name of the the name of the company that they launched. So they got that up on Twitter and up on Instagram, which is super cool. Like even yesterday, they were doing a virtual card show. They posted a bunch of uh, graded vintage and basketball cards that were all for sale. And I think it was kind of an interesting concept because it sort of brings the brick and mortar sort of card show into the digital world, which I I don't know if it's exactly, I mean, I'm sure that idea they had, and I think it's a really great idea, and I'm sure they're going to just make it better in the future and figure something out. I'm not exactly sure if they're gonna, what they're going to be doing, but that was really cool. So yeah, meeting Gary Vee was super cool. I got his autograph, uh, and then he also signed a few things for uh, a couple of my relatives that reached out to me on Instagram. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast because I feel like they'll know who they are. And it's a surprise for this weekend when I'm going to I'm going to a family kind of thing. And no, I'm thinking they they will be there, and that's when I'll be able to give them the uh, things that I got Gary to sign for them. So uh, if 
they hear this, just pretend like you didn't and just act surprised when I give you the card. Uh, that would be really cool. Um, so yeah, walking around the show early on Saturday, I did get to meet a few people like at some of the booths. Like I went up to the Com C, uh, check out my cards. It's a excellent website where they just have prices and you can buy and sell cards on there and all the inventory is done digitally. So it's actual real cards that they do have in their inventory at their shop. Uh, but all the actual buying and selling is going to be digital stuff. So I was able to meet the people who run the social media and like they were super cool and I met them and uh, we kind of interacted for a little bit and that was early on Saturday. And then when Gary V did a couple, did something at one of his booths, he kind of told people to kind of come around and he was giving out some stuff. I uh, ran into the ComC people again. So I talked to them again about kind of just what he's doing and what the, what Gary's doing and then what they're kind of doing at ComC. They've got, they had a sale from the national, I think. I don't know if it's still going on now, but uh, yeah, I mean, there was, there were people at ComC were super nice. Uh, on Sunday, I also ran into Peter Steinberg. Uh, well, not ran into him. He was at Gary's booth. I introduced myself. Uh, he is the operating uh, president of operations, I think, at SGC, which is like I would say like the third ranked grading company for cards. And I heard him originally on the Let Me Get That Podograph in, uh, podcast, and that's how I knew about him. And so that's, I kind of went over to the SGC booth a couple times to try and introduce myself and he wasn't there. And then obviously, uh, when he was at Gary's booth, I kind of, I, that's when I was able to make the introduction. Uh, I also met, um, the people from let me get that potograph. They were, they had a booth where they had, uh, Tim Carroll, who is the artist that takes baseball cards and he makes them into large prints. So he like cuts up the cards and then he like glues them onto like a huge, I would say they're probably 24 by 36. I, I'm not sure exactly the size off the top of my head, but I know they're like, they're huge. And he was doing the Mike Trout card and that was like super awesome to see uh, kind of him in action there. Cause I've seen he has the Shohei Otani uh, Bowman rookie that he made. And then he also has like a Bo Jackson and he has a uh, Jim Brown. Those are both super cool. If you go to Tim's Instagram, which is Tim Carroll art, I believe uh, you can find like all that stuff there, and that's like super cool. Uh, also, I think there was some plans that I made with people to kind of meet at the show, and things got a little crazy, and I didn't exactly get to meet everyone that I said that I was like, oh, we should try and meet up. So to all the people, I think it was only – there was like a few people that I said I wanted to try and meet while I was at the show. If we didn't really get a chance to meet, like I'm really sorry about that. Uh, Saturday was just crazy. I was running around all over the show. It was my first show, so I really was trying to just take everything in and – and I just kind of lost track of time. And then Sunday was a little bit slower, but I still was kind of running around trying to uh, take in as much of the show as I could. And yeah, so like I just want to, I just want to, right off the bat, I want to apologize to a couple of the people that I said that we would meet at the show. Like uh, the next national, uh, I'm sure there'll be some opportunity for me to meet even more people and that's going to be really cool and I think that's also one of the one of the regrets that I do have is that I just didn't introduce myself to enough like people at booths like that were buying cards like I, I met a lot of like shop owners uh and kind of interacted with them but like I didn't interact with as many people at booths that were like looking for cards like I think it would be cool to kind of introduce and kind of get to know some people uh that were buying cards 
And that's something that maybe the next year, if I if I'm in the kind of the same place, that's something that I do want to uh, kind of try. But on to the next topic. So I hung out basically for most of the weekend. Like I used my home base as at the Slab Stocks booth uh, with Aaron and Nate and Trees Collectibles. They were super nice. Uh, hung out with them for a little bit, kind of as I was running around. I actually won a graded card case. I was at one of the panels that was going on, and I was sitting in the crowd, and they pointed me, you like, you won the case. So, like, luckily, uh, they let me put my stuff there, and that on Saturday when I had first gotten there, I won that case. So, and that was at, like, 10.30, 11 o'clock in the morning. So, like, I would have been carrying around that <laughs> carrying around that case all day, and it, was, it wasn't heavy because there was no cards in it, but, like, it still would have been kind of a pain. So, yeah, thanks to those guys for letting me use their kind of booth and let me, letting me hang out at the booth, too. Like, the, we ripped a bunch of boxes of cards, and they were both – all of them were just, like, super nice, and me and Trees were just running around the show just, like, buying boxes and all this crazy stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that was just – I mean, that was one of the highlights of the kind of the whole weekend that I was there. I, unfortunately, like I said before, I wasn't able to get to their hockey trade night that they had on Friday. Uh, I was in there. I was flying out, actually, and I bought Wi-Fi on the plane for the first time because I wanted to get a little bit of uh, work done while I was flying. And I was in there live, and I was commenting, and they, they were commenting back at me. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, I wish I could be there. Uh, but, yeah, I saw them on Saturday, so that they were – I mean, super nice. Like they were dealing, so they were super busy. They took time. We kind of chatted about some different stuff in the card industry and kind of just cards in general. And like I said, we also opened up uh, a couple boxes. Like we opened up a Star Wars box from '94, and that was like some real vintage stuff. I don't, I forget. I think Trees bought the box, but we opened it up, and it was all like sketches from some of the like original Star Wars movies, which was like super cool. Um, and yeah, then I talked to, I met Brody, the kid who is uh, kind of like the uh, ambassador for like his age group. He's a little bit younger than I am. He's a little bit younger um, in, the, in the demographics at least. But yeah, he was killing it out there. He, I got a bunch of free swag from him. I met him. He was super cool. He had a t-shirt. And if anybody saw Gary Vee on Friday, I think it was, he was wearing the Brody the Kid t-shirt, which is like, I mean, this kid is, he's a superstar, like in the hobby, basically. Like he's super cool. Uh, they, they were doing something called Pack Wars. So everyone got a ticket and then you got a pack of three or four tops cards. And then they would say like, who's the tallest person? Uh, who has the tallest card and people would like yell out and it was I mean that was a ton of fun like I did that on Sunday um, with the pack words got some cards from tops uh, some of the cool stuff tops had at their booth was they had a wall that you could take a card and leave a card uh, unfortunately if I had known I would have probably tried to bring some stuff but I didn't uh, I didn't know the wall was there, so unfortunately I didn't leave a card, but I was able to look at kind of all the cards. They did have some graded cards in the – I think they were graded at least – in a display case, which was also really cool. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what happened at the Topps booth. Uh, Panini was also doing some cool stuff. They had tons of giveaways. They were doing Pack Wars too where they had kind of the same thing where people were opening up boxes and then – uh, at the upper deck booth, I took part in one of the giveaways and the number, the first one of the giveaways was for a box of SP, I think it was. And it was literally the person who got the ticket before mine won. So I was like, ah, that's unfortunate. But to everybody that didn't win a prize, they got an uncut sheet of Goodwin champions, which I mean, I couldn't bring it. So I gave it to Trees. So he has mine. So I, he, 
I don't know what he's going to do with it. So he has like two, I think. But yeah, that was really cool. Also ran into Sal, who is puck junk. He was part of the hockey trade night as well. And he was super cool, super knowledgeable about kind of all the hockey stuff. He had the sick Blackhawks jersey that he was wearing. Uh, also ran into Phase Cards, which is he's another guy who's kind of friends with uh, Trees and like Slap Socks. Noah, he's wicked cool too. So we opened up some hockey stuff at the Upper Deck booth after they bought some boxes. Um, that was really sweet. And then another guy that I ran into was Joel from the Loot Locker. Uh, I was actually looking for, I had sold a Bregman patch one of one card and he I kind of went up to the Ultra Pro booth because I needed I needed to ship it and I didn't have the supplies to ship it so I brought the card to the National and I luckily ran into Joel who actually is the owner of the Loot Locker and he's from Massachusetts too which I didn't realize which is super cool so I met him talked to him about um kind of the card sizing and stuff and actually he kind of gave me gave me a pretty good tip so if you're he gave me a one touch and with the one touch, what you want to make sure that you do is to put a penny sleeve on top of the card before you put the other side of the one touch on there. So that way you're avoiding the plastic on the on the outside to touch the card because you don't want any scratches. Because like if you're putting a card in a one touch like that, most likely it's it's going to be kind of expensive just because it's not just going to be like I think Inception has some normal cards that are or some base cards that are a little bit thicker but like most of the time you're going to be having like patches and patches autos and you don't want it to scratch so that was super cool talk to talk to Joel um what else I went into the breakers pavilion so that was just like a whole whole nother world it was just computers and cameras that have set up everywhere it was super cool like so uh Saw uh, saw Mojo Break was down there. Uh, tons of like the online breakers, they were all down there. So that was just like, like I said, that was a whole like another world. It almost was like a, it was in a separate kind of location, probably because of wiring or something that they had to hook the internet up. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't part of any of the autographs or the pictures, but I did see Hulk Hogan. He was there. That was kind of crazy. That's the first time I've ever seen Hulk Hogan in person. And then. Uh, the guy from Pawn Stars, Rick, was there, and he actually walked right behind me, and I was like, oh, my God, there he is. Uh, he was filming some stuff, and, like, he was leaving one booth to go to another one, and I was standing in the Tops booth, and he walked right by me, and I, like, did a double take. I was like, oh, that was him. That was the guy. So, yeah, some of the stuff that I bought, I didn't really – I went in with a pretty strict budget. Luckily, I sold that Bregman card, and that kind of gave me a little bit more money to play with while I was at the National, but – uh, the first thing that I bought was I went to one of the older, I wouldn't call it vintage, but one of the 90s cards dealers, and they had the 89 Topps traded set for baseball and football, which if you know the Topps traded sets from that year, that has the Griffey rookie card, it has the Deion Sanders rookie card, and it has Randy Johnson. Not his first rookie card, but it is from that year when he was a rookie. And then that basketball set, or excuse me, the football set from Topps Trade has the Barry Sanders rookie card. So I got both of those cards basically for 50 cents and then the Deion Sanders card. So I, I think that was, it was a pretty good buy for $10. I got all those cards from that set. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of the cards yet because they're not, they're, I probably will go through and see if I recognize any of the names, but 
they're just they're not really super in demand so i probably won't be able to sell the cards but that's not like a huge deal because realistically the griffey and the uh, barry sanders are the two i may send those in to get graded i was looking at them they look like they're in pretty good shape it looked like the Barry Sanders was off-centered a little, so I don't know if I'm going to send it in or not. The Griffey looked like it was in really good shape, and, you know, obviously getting those cards great, if it comes back at 10, that the value of those cards goes up by a decent amount. So I'm going to be looking into potentially getting those cards graded. Uh, some of the other stuff that I bought, so uh, many of you may have seen that Gary V had a 360 Direct set there. So Topps was selling those at their booth for $20 a piece. I bought one initially, and then... I overheard someone talking that they were selling on eBay, so I looked, and they were selling for like 50 bucks. so I went back and I bought another one. Um, I put them both up on eBay, and one even, unfortunately, had a dented corner, but it was the last one, so I went up to Tops. That second one that I bought was the last one, and I walked up. I was like, hey, is that one? It was the last one in the case. So I was like, is that one for sale? Uh, luckily, they said yes. Somebody came right behind me and was like, oh, is that for sale? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, so I... Uh, no, the person, sorry, the person came from behind me and was like, oh, is it the last one? They were like, yeah, unfortunately. And that's kind of when I, I actually did hear Tops. The two guys were like, aren't they going to be selling these online? Um, so on Saturday when they sold out at the booth is kind of when I knew that they were going to be selling them online. I don't know if they were supposed to say that or not, but uh, luckily I did sell both mine for $50 a piece. So I made about 60 bucks from buying two of them and then flipping them on eBay. And they both sold within like a couple hours of being up on eBay. So that was, I mean, that was pretty crazy. I couldn't really believe that. I saw the cards, so I, I, I felt like if I sold one of them, I'd at least make my money back where I was going to make, yeah, like I said, I was going to make my money back. So I'd have one of the cards basically, or one of the sets got it for free. And I was like, ah, you know what? I've seen the cards. Maybe if I want to, I'll wait and I'll kind of see if there's, any more supply and if I want to buy one I at least will know I'll be getting it technically for free since I sold those other two so something that's one of the big things the nationals are, are or excuse me the national is the redemptions so uh, on Saturday when I was buying stuff I went and I bought there was a dealer who was selling the Donruss mega boxes for that were forty dollars he was selling them for twenty dollars and those mega boxes got you two panini redemption packs which realistically, I should have probably bought more of those because he was selling them for half off and he still got the two packs rather than where if you bought like a blaster or something smaller, you only would have got one of the packs. Uh, but I got two of the Panini packs. I opened up those Don Russ, the Don Russ box and it was, yeah, it was not great. That, that, that I can see after opening up, I can see exactly why that guy was selling them for 20 a piece where they actually with the value was worth 40. Uh, the other stuff that I bought, I bought some top stuff. So I bought a box of Inception, which is actually my first box that I've ever bought in of Inception. Of, first of all, Inception, but then second of all, that style where it's only the one pack. I still haven't opened it yet. I think I'm gonna, this weekend I'm going to be opening it up on my Instagram. Uh, I'll probably do it on a live just to see because it's only like seven cards. And uh, I'm excited to kind of open it up and see like what's in there. Inception this year is one of my favorite design products, which I did really like. And yeah, so that got me one more. That actually got me a redemption pack from Tops. And then the other one I opened up was the Series 2, which that got me a redemption pack. So overall, I got two Panini and two Tops redemption packs. I was hoping to pull a Zion, didn't. 
the design for the Topps Redemption packs were just the uh, Bowman design. They were all chrome. Uh, I think they were a little bit thicker than the regular Bowman. Um, I got a D.D. Degorius number to 50 with gold, which is pretty cool. They have the National logo down there at the bottom, so you know they're exclusive for the National um, so that was really cool. And then actually when I opened the boxes, so I'm going to be doing a giveaway on my Instagram and the giveaway is going to be the four rookies that I opened up from that series too. So I got the Vlad, got the Alonzo, got the Eloy and got the Tatis. So I was thinking about selling them, but I really, realistically, I think it would just be, I just want to do a giveaway. So I'm going to be doing a giveaway. I'll probably be posting about it either Friday today or Saturday this weekend at some point. So just make sure you're on the lookout for that. Uh, super cool. I've never pulled any of the, that was the first time I've only opened two series, two boxes, but that was the, I didn't open, I didn't get a Vlad in the first one. Uh, so I got one in this one. So, uh, that was my first time seeing the card like in hand. Um, and that was all the stuff that I bought at the show, I believe. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. So basically just to recap the national, I mean, it was exactly what I expected and more. It was just so, <laughs> it was awesome. It was so much fun to go and see people who are all as interested in cards as I am because there's no one really in my real life, my job or anybody that's really as interested in it as I am. So to see everyone like, I don't even know how, it's so hard to, it's hard to describe. I had a few people reach out and like realistically, it was just amazing. Like it was, it was everything I could have expected and like more, which is insane because all week leading up to the event, I was just checking Twitter, checking Instagram, seeing all these pictures, just getting me so pumped. And then Friday came and it, honestly, like it's weird to say, but it was like Christmas. Like it was how I remember Christmas being back when I was younger. That is like basically the best way I would describe the feeling on Friday night and then getting to the show on Saturday it was, I would say it was as close to the feeling that I had on Christmas as a kid that I can, that I can remember. It was just so awesome and everybody were there was so like nice and yeah, I mean, next year in Atlantic City is going to be a ton of fun. Like I know me and the slap so guys at Slap Socks and Trees were kind of talking about some stuff for the future, but I mean, it's still a year out, but it's also good to plan, but it's just, it's, it really is so exciting and another thing it really kind of got me excited for the future was just seeing how many people were there like and how many people were buying like old vintage stuff like old vintage boxes like all the stuff that was essentially was like garbage based for for years because of how overproduced overproduced it was and now it's like it's almost making a comeback where it's like cool to have these boxes again and open up these old packs because like Everyone remembers as a kid when they opened up these packs, which it, it was a little bit uh, – some of the stuff I saw was a little bit out of my range of the age. But like the stuff from like the 80s and stuff from the early 90s and the mid-90s and seeing all these vintage dealers with vintage stuff like Cell was super cool. And then also seeing all the modern cards, like dealers that just had modern cards, which I think – was kind of interesting, but there was also kind of a mix between ages where it was a lot older people maybe had, were the ones that had the booths, and then there was like younger kids that were there with their parents. <sighs> I don't know. It was just it was just really something else. Like next year, if you have the opportunity to go, I definitely suggest going. Like luckily I was 
I was lucky enough to basically be able to fund the trip based off of purchases I made and then also kind of getting some other stuff and being able to sell some stuff. So if you have the means to go, it's something that I definitely suggest because you're not going to – I don't know how to really describe it. You're not going to be experiencing stuff like that anywhere else. Like local card shows are cool, and but like the National was just so – it was just over the top. Like it was the 40th year and everything was just absolutely incredible. So that's going to be it for the show. That's my recap. I think if I can remember anything else that happened, I don't think that was pretty much everything from my – like I said, unfortunately, I was only there for the two days. So I couldn't – I didn't spend as much time kind of roaming around and kind of looking through dollar boxes and looking through people's booths. But like I able was able to get the experience kind of – uh, quickly walking through and seeing everything, but that's pretty much what I remember, at least. I wish I had recorded last week because I probably would have remembered more and I would have been able to shout out more people that I met, but that's pretty much everything, guys, So and girls, or whoever are listening. So that's going to be it for this episode. Episode 5, the recap of The National. You can find me on Instagram. It's Heroes for Sale. You can find me on Twitter. It's A Palmer Designs. And then you can find me on a different Instagram. It's Adam Palmer Designs. So you can find me there. If you were at the National and you want to share kind of some of your experiences, definitely shoot me a DM. Uh, I'd love to talk about the National. If you had any questions about the National, shoot me a DM. Like I'm open for questions uh, or just questions about anything in general. Like I got a, some huge kind of posts planned. It's always huge. I, in my eyes, it's always huge. Maybe. Uh, but, but yeah, that's going to be it. So guys, I will talk to you in the next episode.